Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your sweet and kind GM, Uru Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Uh, hi. Hello. I can say for certain Dan will not be kind. He's throwing the cops at us today. Woo! Alex Finn. I had something I wanted to say, but then ADHD forgot it. Mm, mood. And Stace Babcock. And I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but I can only blame myself for that. <laughs> well, pay attention to this, Stace. Die Hard Dice. You know, they're an online purveyor of polyhedral shapes that you can use for your TTRPG. Did you know that when you use Explorers Wanted with your order at checkout, you get 10% off of whatever the hell you just bought? Do you know that? Great. <laughs> you too, listener, can get in on this deal. Explorers Wanted at checkout. Whatever you ordered, you get 10% off. Face's excitement is powerful. <laughs> I don't think she... <laughs> <laughs> this is you were part of the bit. You had no idea. <laughs> Listen, I just do what comes natural. Fair. But yeah, whatever you ordered, whatever beautiful set you've picked out for you that speaks to your soul, Explorers Wanted at checkout, and you get 10% off your order. Just type that into the part of the checkout that accepts the codes. I don't remember what it's called. The code box? Whatever. 10% off your order. Die Hard Dice. Explorers Wanted. Figure it out. <laughs> now I'm done. Okay. <laughs> this is a great start to the episode. Yeah. Who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Alex. It's because I wasn't here, wasn't it? No, you were here. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> but now I'm worried about the recap. <laughs> Are you sure? Um. I mean, I hope you were, because who did we record with otherwise? The one-armed man? The other Alex. Ooh. Um, any whoozle doozle woozle boozle. We started the episode with Stace on a train, not actual Stace, but Ezri Stace, who was like, I'm going to try and talk to this dead body, but turns out Ezri is not a necromancer. It's weird, but that you know of. Yet, we're tier one. Can't be necromancing too much. Although there is going to be like a monster dating sim coming out soon. I need to look into that again. <laughs> Focus. So, failed on the necromancing. And so, she's like, I guess I'm just going to try and escape. Here's the part where I'm fog. I'm like, did she get off the train, which triggered the security guards who had snake hands <laughs> to jump off the train and attack? And then it turned out her pools were very low, very low. And so, that did not work out well for her, and she got captured. Again, as we're having a rough day. Yeah, very capture heavy. After that, we flip back to Magpie and Ilsen, and they were continuing to. Tr well, first they gave they took some sink baths while rummaging around, and when Ilsen went to look at a door, turns out there were masked figures, and so. They were like, okay, time to fight after we've looted all of Ezri's gear. And so that resulted in Magpie using Ezri's gun to shoot somebody. And then for some reason, we were like, torture time. Yes. Even though it was very obvious. I don't think there's a big we there. Yeah. I think it's just a Magpie. Even though apparently it was very obvious to everyone where Ezri was. So there we were. Magpie torturing this rando and Ilsen actually doing the mission of saving Ezri, which turns out they were all, they were going to, I guess, inside out Ezri is what we've learned. I don't know. Maybe that's how they get their rocks off, inside outing people. Slight judgment. So, yeah, Ilsen did all of the rescuing. Magpie was just like, I'm going to murder this guy, BRB, and then... We found out we have none of Esri's clothes, only Esri's gear. And so I guess we're winning the Pooh Bearing out of here? Or no, she has a cloak wrapped around her lower half. It doesn't stop the fact that she's Donald Ducking it. She's covered. So anyway, we move to the next area of rooms where the one guy escaped from, who definitely probably more than likely saw Magpie and Ilsen and Esri's face, everybody's face. So this will not come back to bite us in the butt, I guess. Y you betcha. And so there was this, I guess, desiccated dude, like that plant you forgot to water on your windowsill. <laughs> and after 
mucking about the exploration time, we found a magical bookcase that took us through a secret tunnel up the stairs to the first floor where we jumped out a window. However, then the guards were coming and we we're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you guys can hear the sounds of boots coming, which Esri and Magpie probably strongly associate with the guards. Magpie because of seeing other people screw up. Esri because she's had to run before. Ilsen, hearing boots is not nearly as scary to you as the ones that don't make any noise when they chase you. Mm-hmm. Esri's finely honed instincts will send her running in the other direction. <laughs> okay. And Ilsen's finely honed instincts will have her follow Esri. Mm-hmm. Magpie's gonna sneak off rather than just, like, run okay. full out. Okay, so you're gonna stealth away? Yes. Okay, so give me a 15 stealth roll. I am trained. Okay, so 12. Got a 19. You are the knight. Hell yeah. What would you propose as a minor effect? I'm Batman. <laughs> Is that not a minor? It's a minor effect. You get to be Robin. Oh. oh. Well, it depends on which one. And if it's, oh. Jason Todd. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Advantage on next stealth roll. Okay. So you disappear in the shadows. Stace, evens or odds? Evens. Samson, roll die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Odd. (laughs) Okay. Magpie, you disappear in the shadows, and you hear guards, some of those guards, pointing in the direction that Esri and Ilsen went. Look, over there! And start heading in that direction. Wow. Do we see that Magpie is peeled off on her own route? She was so stealthy, you don't know. She's just not there. All right. Then, assuming Magpie knows what she's doing, Ilsen's going to use her cipher, Drastic Propulsion, to cover twice the amount of ground, and I can take one person with us. Ezri feels like a hand on her back, and Ilsen going like, clench something, and then hit the juice, hit the nitro. Where are you heading to? To the Warrens? Yeah, is there like a close-by access tunnel, subway kind of entrance? You could get to a lift, or you could go to the stairs. We go to a lift? You get to the lift, go ahead, and Samson, evens or odds? Evens. Alex will die, tell me if you get even or odd. Odd. There's a line at the lift. Ezra's, like, acting cool, leaning on her sledge, leading, barefoot. Mm-hmm. She, like, starts whistling. <laughs> on the plus side, at least you're wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, Ezra will say, get out of my way. Mm-hmm. Give me an intimidation roll. This crowd will say, since it's a crowd will treat them like a, a swarm for this, so make it a 12. So she's trained 19? They get out of your way immediately. What would you propose as a minor act? That the lift arrives just then. It does. Good call. They all get out of your way. You get on the lift, and the lift starts going down, and you see one of them running off in a panic. That's cool. You guys are now down on the first tier down. I want to imagine it's like the Mass Effect elevators. <laughs> like the original Mass Effect, where they just go on... And on. Oh, yeah. These lifts are super slow. Super slow. Yeah, I guess when they get off, Ezri must know a variety of routes to shake potential followers. And we'll try to take the roundabout route to the Haven. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, there is that one tunnel. So you could either go to the next lift and go down to the second tier. Or you could go down that tunnel that you did earlier, which will take you down to the fourth tier where you encounter the weird dying thing. Yeah, she'll go that way. Okay. Ilsen the whole time is keeping an eye out for any sneaky cop that's coming for us. Good call. So you guys are taking the tunnel? Yeah. Yeah. Ilsen, give me a perception roll of 18. I'm trained with my flex skill still up. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to use a level of effort bring it to a 12. What are you trying to do? Okay. Perception. Ezri will help. She's trained in perception. And she gives good advice. So it makes it two assets. So it's a six. All right. I rolled a 14. Nice. There is definitely a figure that's watching the two of you standing in a corner. They are wearing to Ilsen a familiar uniform with no insignia. (laughs) What are these guys officially or colloquially called? So some people call them ghouls. All that's known is that They are effectively something other than the law. They're scarier than the cops because they can show up anywhere and they don't have any fear. 
and it's not clear there's any law that stops them. They are the Emperor's fingers. Then Super Cash, Ilsen will lean in and be like, Ghoul, three o'clock. How fast are ghouls? They depends on the ghoul. They're not monsters, they're people, so they have varying skills. Okay. Well, yeah, Ezri will also act cash. Mm-hmm. So you guys go in the tunnel. Yeah. Going down the tunnel. Ezri, notably, after you've been walking for a while down this tunnel, because you know this tunnel goes all the way down to the fourth tier, so it's a long tunnel. It's a roundabout way. About halfway through, you notice something. There is no sign, no stain, or any hint of the creature that died in front of you. As we know, that didn't get cleaned up, so... Mm-hmm. Anyway, Shrace put it out of her mind. Okay. You uh, reach the fourth tier. And this is where the haven is? On the fourth tier, or do we have to go... You have to go up one now. There's a tunnel that you know of to go up one. Okay. She'll lead Ilsen in that direction. Okay. Can each of you give me a perception roll of 18? 16, but Ezria's trained. Okay. So it's a 15 for Ilsen because she's got her flex skill. I was trying to see if I should spend effort on this one. I probably should. Uh, level of effort brings to a 12. Is that it? That's a 2. I rolled a 2. Oof. Okay. Ilsen does not notice anything. However, Ezra, you do notice another ghoul watching you guys cross this tier. They don't seem to be in pursuit, but they're watching you. And Ezri, it's weird. Like, ghouls show up, but you're not used to seeing... Like, seeing two of them in a row is weird. Hmm. I mean, she's very focused on collapsing on her bed, so she'll just sort of point the ghoul out and keep moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go up the tunnel to the third tier. And I assume you're heading towards the Enclave? Yeah. Not taking direct routes. No, no. Confusing routes. Okay. So this could either be stealth or trickery that you're trying to do. I think this would be a 15. So let me tell you something I'm going to do. And you guys are going to love this. And I'm probably going to regret it. <laughs> yes. Six pew pew guns are just on the ground. No, I'm going to adopt the official Numenera rules. <laughs> and Stack them skills. You can stack skills, but you can only get a max of two assets from your skills. So two assets from skills, two other assets, and then whatever you spend on effort, that's your maxes. Oh, thank God. I would love to use both my skill in stealth and trickery on this roll. Yeah. What, what, what's, the, what's the DC? What was that again? It was 15, so now it's a 9 for you. 19. Wow. Yeah, let's try it. 12. Okay, so you get a minor effect, Esri. Just expeditious, I guess. I can't really think of, you know, if we're successful on getting there, trickerily, then... Oh, I would like her to find some clothes on the way. Maybe they're, like, cutting through some clothing stores. You know, she'd like get some pants that fit. It's like that. Well, it's night, so nothing is really going to be open. Well, then, I don't know. Or do you mean, like, caches of clothes? You want to steal something? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't just steal clothes for herself. She's like, she's got all of her gear, right? She's got like the the bags of food. She's got like, Mm -hmm. now she's got like a handful of clothes and she's like running half naked through the fucking Warrens. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you guys reach the enclave. You give the secret signal and you come in. And once again, Geeth is on guard duty. And as you guys come in, Geeth is like, oh, thank God. We were all about ready to pack up and find a new location. We were getting ready to do an evacuation, you know, like you always told us. You've been gone a couple days. Good. No, that I'm I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason we, we stopped is, you know, Magpie got here a few minutes ago and told us you were on your way. I was going to ask. <laughs> God damn it. Figured Magpie would show up. All right. <laughs> I am real tired. I'm going to take these pants. She just puts mm-hmm. them on right there. Mm-hmm. Turns and hands, I don't know. Ilsen the clothes and then dumps her rock in the middle of the room. She'd be like, hey, T-Boo. Esri, and she like runs over and she immediately... Don't hug. Okay, no hug. Yeah, no. I, I hurt really bad. Can you just take care of this stuff? I'm gonna go not die in my bunk. Wake me up in 10 hours. Okay, okay. Or, you know, obviously if anything crazy happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tivu turns from you and runs over and hugs Magpie. Aww. I mean... Thanks. And then she steps back and she runs over and hugs Ilsen. I are you sure? Okay. You found her. Uh you found her. I you also found a lot of blood on me, so I <laughs> But yes. Alright. Is any of it yours? No. Well mm, I think you got hit a couple times. A little bit. Mostly no. Okay. Well, 
And then her face kind of turns hard. You guys weren't followed, were you? I wasn't. And then our ghoul is out. Fuck. All right. Okay. Um, I'll have Geith seal us up. Best not to tempt fate by having the door open anybody. And she wanders off back towards the exit. Esri, you fall asleep almost immediately. Almost as soon as your head hits the pillow. And then you find yourself standing in the middle of the enclave. There's no one around you. It's utterly empty. Except you can hear some sort of whisper. You can't make it out. It's coming from near the front of the building, like the building facade that's condemned. What do you do? Esri will check out the voices. You approach the facade of the building, and for a moment, you think you see Yasmin with her back to you. And she's got, from the background, you think it's Tivu standing next to her. But as you get a little bit closer, you can hear them whispering. Not in the same occurrence, slightly offset of each other, but it's the same refrain. They're coming for you, coming for you. They're gonna dig and dig and dig and dig till they find you, they find you. They're coming for you, coming for you. They're gonna dig and dig and dig and dig until they find you, find you. Esri will grasp them both by the shoulder and give a shake. As you shake them, they turn around, and Yasmin, a young woman, 17, beautiful a face, but that's not what you see here. You see a face with eyes sunken and rotting, a mouth that oozes some dark, mucusy liquid. And when you turn to Hivu, it's a face that you can't see underneath all the worms crawling over it. Oh, holy shit. And they both look at you and open their mouths, and now you can smell their breath. Their breath. The smell of rotting gums and teeth. They're coming for you. They're gonna dig, dig, and dig, dig until they find you. And then you feel a hand on your shoulder from behind you. She jumps approximately 6.5 feet in the air. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you turn and you see a woman of average height, athletic build. You recognize this as Magpie, but her face is desiccated. And she says, It's too late, Esri. They already know your name. Nope, nope, nope. And Esri just runs back out into the main room. Yeah. She's looking in the beds for anybody who's not a monster. Or anyone who's awake and not a monster. This room is empty. Every bed is empty. And in the distance, you hear a groan. The groan that sounds so much like that pale man. And then you wake up. Oh, shit. Ilsen and Magpie, you've been trying to sleep, but Esri, you can see from the far side, has been twisting and turning, and you guys have fallen asleep briefly, but then you guys wake up in the middle of the night to see Esri standing in the middle of the enclave, eyes wide open but unfocused, and then she suddenly jerks and she's awake. Is she wearing clothes this time? She is. Yeah, she put on some pants. Holy shit, I... Is this the first time we've seen Esri do something like this? Yes. Pebbles? Are you okay? He's still sound enough of mind to know that she does not actually respond to pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> Ilsen circles around Esri, out of arm's reach. Mm-hmm. Do you know where you are? In the Enclave. I've been having these crazy dreams and experiences, and Esri will tell the whole story. Mm. Okay. Uh, it sounds like uh, PTSD. Has this been happening for a long time? Daniel, how long ago was the chronology? So the first instance was almost a year ago when the cop turned inside out. Um, it had been rare to have dreams about it or to hear it when you're awake, except for that first like experience where you heard people saying it in the night in the enclave. But it's been happening more often over the last two months. Now I'm getting kidnapped. There are more ghouls. What's digging? Some freaky deaky shit. <laughs> I... I know you are a very important person to all, all the people here, but maybe it's a good idea for you to get out of Lathe for, like, a week or two? No, right. absolutely not. They depend on me here. Yeah, absolutely, but this... do you Would you say you have a uh, handle on uh, this digging? Having some nightmares. People get weird occasionally. I was just explaining myself. I, okay. Can I go back to sleep, or...? I'm not, I'm not stopping you, no. 
Does Magpie do anything while this conversation is happening? I think she just watches. I mean, I feel like she would see people with PTSD before. Hmm. I uh, I feel like Ezri would have told like Yasmin and Tivu as well, like about this stuff. I don't think she would have. Oh yeah, these two don't know. Yeah, but the Enclave is very aware mm-hmm. because. Ezri, you know for a fact this is not the first time you've had a nightmare like this where you've sleepwalked. But since Magpie and Ilsen have their own places, it just hasn't occurred in such a way that they were here when it happened. And honestly, in the Enclave, they don't talk about it. It's the kind of thing that it only comes up if Ezri brings it up. Valid. Ezri's at least pretending to sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is this the middle of the night or have we gotten our ten ten hours in? If you want to get your 10 hours in, you guys are going to have to sleep until late morning because you've been Guardian. doing stuff all night. That's fair. But yes, you guys could get your 10 hours in Okay, if you want. Yeah, if we see Ezri in control of herself go back to sleep, then Ilsen will go back to sleep as well. Okay. Yeah, sleep. Okay. Magpie, as always, when you dream, it's always the same dream. You're dressed differently in a... Not like an expensive, not hugely flowing, but a a professional gown buttoned up all the way to your neck with a inexpensive but stylish looking mask and you're standing in front of a small desk there's a man on the other side of it a man with no face and he reaches out with a pen and draws on a piece of paper and what he writes is magpie then it's the next morning yay Morning. Gotta recover so many goddamn fools. What now, nerds? Listen, wakes up stiff and stretches it out. Mm-hmm. And then after like a quick breakfast, Listen will just like grab a apple or equivalent and then make her way to her own place. Yeah, you can get back to your own place. Uh, and then while there, she's going to switch out clothes to her journalist suspender kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about Magpie? I think she's waiting around for Esri. Because she wants to inform Esri, hey, we still have that other job to do, and it has a time limit. How long is left? I think I think we have about day and a half. Yeah, day and a half. And Esri, notably, you did not get this invitation. You had gone to check on Yasmin's issue before it came in. What's the job? <laughs> uh, Magpie and Elsen have been tasked to get a ledger from a Senator Stibb. Uh, the ledger is supposedly kept secret and kept separate and then code. We have an address for Stib, and that's about it. It's a job on the surface city. All right. Have you scouted it out? Nope, because right after that, we found out you were missing. I was just asking, Magpie. You guys are feeling all right and up to some scouting? Well, we would have to go get Elson because she works or something. Well, I'm going to rest more. I need to rest more. So I get to scout? If you want, or you can wait another 10 hours or so. Eat some breakfast, read a book. It is daytime, so it's up to you whether or not you want to attempt to scout during the daytime. He is, but kind of like the casual, I'm just a, you know, passerbyer. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. You know, as you do. Since you're not trying to, like, be invisible, you're just trying to pass by casually. And it's the daytime, and there'd be more foot traffic. I still think this is some sort of, like, sneaking or stealth, but you get an asset on it, so it's probably a nine before any skills. I think you're trained in sneaking or stealthy, one of the two. Sneaking. Yeah, so it'll be a six for you. Okay. Eighteen. Nobody notices you as you walk by Senator Stibbs' estate. As expected for a senator, it's relatively large, but being the senator of Lita, she is not necessarily, she doesn't necessarily have the same level of wealth as the other senators. So her estate is not as big as some senators you've seen, like Senator Fellows estate is huge. This one's probably about medium size, but still compared to anything in the Warrens or anything like that, it's huge. I mean, one of the advantages of being a senator is that you have so much money and influence even before you become a senator, which then gives you like preferential rights and things like that. So it's the equivalent of like when you see Senator Stibbs estate, you know, it's not it's only like so so compared to the other senators. And it's still about the equivalent of, say, like the White House grounds in the U.S. So a toddler could sneak in. <laughs> yeah, there's no fences or anything like that. But you know that there is 
guards, you know that at night they might have other things in place, but in the daytime it looks rather normal, just expensive. It's very clear that in classic, like, well-off people fashion, like the ground floor of the building, you can tell by the limited windows and things like that, is really more as a buffer to the gas than it is anywhere where people spend time. And the home is five stories tall. With an 18, would she be able to get a general idea of the, like, at least perimeter security? The perimeter security is relatively lax. Without scoping it out at night, you really wouldn't know what the guard level is at night. You definitely see some security staff wandering around, but you're not sure if that's just like daytime staff or if it's consistent at night or if there's less of them at night. The doors look relatively secure. There are windows on the upper floors that, in your experience, are probably not as secured, especially for somebody with your particular talents. But yeah, that's what you get from that. He'll send. You've changed into your clothes. Doing. Yes. And she, uh... The dog show isn't for a week, so... <laughs> Unfortunately. So Ilsen is going to go up to the surface city in her journalist garbs. Mm-hmm. And she is going to see if she can hit two birds with one stone. She's going to go to the Senate. Mm-hmm. Those birds do to you. They got in my goddamn way. <laughs> okay. You go to the Senate. The Senate building is relatively impressive. It's a weirdly large building because even though people like refer to it as a big Senate in the context of their world, you know for a fact there's really only like 10 senators and a shadow senator. Mm. Oh, I have no idea how journalists interact with politicians. Is there a press secretary, press person that a journalist would be expected to go to? Or is it common to just have a journalist kind of go up and start asking questions to whoever will listen. Going up and asking questions is a good way to get arrested. All right. Uh, she does not do that. There are people from the Lathe Weekly that have enough recognition and influence that they can get in to see people when they need to. With the Corpus Caller, you're kind of in a situation where you have to go through the whole bureaucracy of trying to make an appointment. Okay. Sure to say, like, each senator does have, like, a press secretary who handles their meetings and scheduling. Right. So ostensibly, Ilsen is here to uh, talk to somebody about the uh, piece of art that was mysteriously stolen from the Senate. Mm -hmm. Well, that's from the Senatorial Museum. Oh. That's different than the Senate. I'm sorry. I meant to go there then. Okay. Yeah. So you're at the museum. Assuming that you're there to talk to somebody about the missing painting, you will be connected to Curator Zimmon. Okay. He's about early 60s, salt and pepper hair. Mm -hmm. Dresses really fancy. He must have a lot of money. Um... And here inside the museum where he's protected, he's not like down to a toga or anything like that, but he's definitely wearing like short sleeves and shorts, <laughs> essentially. Okay. They're like short shorts. Like they would say juicy on the back if it was not lathe. <laughs> is this, <laughs> is this like casual clothes or is this like a curator's? Only the rich could afford to ride so show dress skin. less heavily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the rich can afford to show skin. Hell yeah. Uh, good morning, uh, Curator Zimmerman. Uh, my name is Lucien Vite. I'm from the uh, Corpus Caller. I'm wondering if you had a few moments to talk about the uh, missing uh, art piece that was... Uh, that's that's a Margothy accent, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's very astute of you. Are you sure that you're Corpus Caller, not any foreign press? Uh, absolutely. And do I have identification for a badge? Yes, you do. Then Lucien plays it correctly and he spends a long time studying it and then he says all right how can i help you uh, i was wondering if i could ask about the uh recent missing art piece from your collection ah the burning fern yes burning fern cool yes it's been a favorite relatively brilliant young artist deaton wick this is of course the only piece that was preserved from his collection it was of course inspired by he kind of pauses and one lip twitches up. The reclamation of territory around the fangs. Inspired by the reclamation, is what you said? Mm-hmm. Yes. Of course, not literally. It was a different different family running things then. But Deedon lived not long ago, so the ferns are what he knew. Of course. So tell me, what? how did you find that the uh, piece was missing? What? How did you discover it? That, that it was missing. Well, we came through our usual walkthroughs and discovered it wasn't on the wall anymore. 
And do you do your walkthroughs at night or in the morning? Walkthroughs at night and during the day. It's best to be safe. These are, of course, treasures of the Empire. Of course. Of course. What do you think did this? What do you think would take a uh, piece of art from the Senatorial Museum? If it was anybody that was like a terrorist or anything like that, they would have said something by now. And this doesn't seem dramatic enough for that. No, this is a very capable thief. I have no idea what they thought they could do in terms of fencing such a work because it's so well known. But they didn't leave any traces. So if you want my opinion, I think it was the finger. Another mark of the finger. Finger's been a scourge among the elite and most respected citizenry of this city. And anything that is a scourge to our elite is a scourge on the entire city, no? Kind of narrows his eyes at you briefly and says, yes. <laughs> uh, tell me, has has the museum ever, ever had uh, artwork stolen from it before? Oh, certainly. Minor pieces, but nothing of such popularity. It's always been a popular piece. It's beloved by patriots, and the technique itself was quite excellent. The way it depicts somehow in such simple lines and in an abstract fortune still having the sense of almost an entire dynasty burning. Mm. This is an incredible piece. It sounds like it. I am saddened that I have not been able to uh, look at it myself. Mm. This is a popular museum, is it not? Yes, well, I mean, any citizen of Corpus is free to visit and view it. Any citizen. Presuming they are citizens, of course. Of course. Any citizen can come here. Uh, this is the Senatorial Museum. Do any of the senators come and peruse their history? Certainly, although not as often as I'd like. I understand they're quite busy with the duties of governance, but I think there's value in coming and remembering the arts that have made such impact on our culture or where we have brought in influences from new territories. Mm-hmm. I... Speaking of territories, uh, Burning Fern, obviously, this is referring to the ruling family of Magathy, is it not? Uh, yes, your rulers. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I, to be clear, my rulers are the Senate and the Emperor. Ah. Um, is that, I, how is this uh, museum laid out? Is there a whole area for Magathy and a whole area for other, um, aspects uh, or facets of Corpus? Well, the nation of Margothy has not been one to produce particularly notable art, so most of our art is focused around the art of the citizens of Corpus. There are certainly influences. Lita provides an interesting, diverse blend into the mix. Mm. Certainly there are pieces that were done by our citizens in Campos before it committed its crimes. But no, no, this... It's mostly our work. Honestly, I wish some of the other nations would produce more. It would be interesting to see how we could incorporate them into our collection. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Lita. Senator Stibbs, uh, does she? Senator Stibbs, uh, she her? She hers, yeah. Uh, does Senator Stibb come here and appreciate the uh, work of... Stip. Stip, by the way. Stip? Panda? P? Yeah. Okay. Does Senator Stip uh, come and peruse the... Uh, art of her uh, culture? Oh, occasionally. It'll eventually be integrated into the rest of the exhibits, but a few months ago we opened a small gallery featuring artists from Lita, and she attended the grand opening of that gallery. You know, the gallery will remain for roughly two more months, and then the pieces will be moved into location by period. Mm. Uh, Just off the record, I know this has nothing to do with the uh, stolen art piece, but it's more stuff. It's, we want more people to come here. That's part of the purpose of writing this article. Oh, well, that would certainly be nice. Mm-hmm. Donations are always welcome. Donations? Uh, yes. Is there anything else you could tell me about uh, the missing piece? What you found, what you did not find? Or anything else about the museum that you wish the readers of the Corpus Scholar to uh, know about? There were no signs, but I have a hard time seeing how the theft of such a culturally important painting centered around one of our nation's greatest victories could be seen as anything but an affront to Corpus itself. I would appreciate if you would quote me on that. Absolutely. Ilsen writes down the quote, even if I don't. And truly, Curator Zimmon, I 100% agree with you. You have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for your time. Yes. 
Thank you. And he turns and goes walking through the museum towards another exhibit. <sighs> Esri, Magpie's been scoping Senator Stipp's estate. Ilsen has gone to do research on their article. And you have been resting. What now? She slept another 10 hours. Okay. And she wakes up. She does her little rounds. She does around the mm-hmm. enclave. Says hi to everybody. Checks the front. Checks the back. Takes stock of the supplies and waits for Magpie to get back. Okay. Does Magpie do anything else between casing Senator Stipp's place and heading back to the enclave? I don't think so. Like, she focuses when she needs to. Unlike me. Okay. And then, Ilson, do you do anything after the museum? Is it possible to swing by Senator Stipp's estate on the way down? Like, on the way to a lift? It'd be a little bit out of your way, but you could do it. It's not like a direct route. All right. Uh, then, yeah, she'll spend the time just a once-over glance at the, the grounds, or at least what she can see. So you're trying to be casual, but not, like, full-on stealthy. Okay, so then it is a 12, and then you're trained in stealth, I believe, to not attract notice. Or you could use trickery, too, I guess. I think trickery would make more sense here. Would this be speed or intellect? Given what you're trying to do here, since you're not hiding, mm-hmm. you're performing, you could argue either. All right, I'm going to go for intellect, then. It was a 12, originally. Mm-hmm. All right, we're just to a six. God damn it. <laughs> you got those nice two XP. I know, but it's... This is why I almost die every time, because they spend so much effort just to low roll any time. Uh, yeah, I'll spend a XP to re-roll my five. Ugh. Fifteen. Thank you. Okay. So basically what I described for Magpie is also what you pick up about this location. So in that case, Esri, Magpie, and Ilson arrive almost at the same time. Although Ilson has changed her outfit. Mm-hmm. Esri will sit down in the chair circle mm-hmm. and be like... What you guys got? It's a nice place. The museum? Uh, uh, yeah, the museum's nice, too. I think Magpie explains the grounds in explicit detail and all infiltration points she saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Esri writes them, like, down. She, like, drafts a little. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking? Just the three of us? Should we take a couple lookouts? Lookouts could be useful, especially lookouts that could uh, secure our escape routes. That'd be nice. <laughs> I was hoping I could get some information on, um... Where Senator Stips Stips would be, but she doesn't seem like much of an art person, unless she has to be there. I guess the question is to go during the night, when hopefully they're asleep, but very likely they'll be home, or do we go during the day when they are ideally at work? When they're asleep. What do you think, Magpie? This is kind of your deal. Sleep usually works better. All right, so we'll take Zidon and Rob as lookouts. What's our plan, Magpie, for getting in? I mean, me personally, I could probably get through the gate and take a nice run across the lawn. But I think that might be a little difficult for you, Esri. So maybe we go through the back door and open up an opening for you. Do we all need to go in? It'd be most efficient. If we knew exactly where this ledger was, I think only one person we need to go in. But since we don't really know where it is... And we only have so much time to do this. I think, yeah, we will need to uh, go in and get as many eyes on, on this as we can. All right, yes. So you will uh, need to let up, me. up, split up, split <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, we, we might do that anyway. Don't threaten me with a good time. Okay. All right, sounds like a plan. You guys sneak in, open up a way for me to get in, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay. So unless you guys want to do something else, it's now night. I don't think we. I have anything else to do. How much resting could we get in before this? Well, you guys went and ran errands while Esri took another 10-hour rest. Mm-hmm. So you guys, you know, have maybe a few hours of rest before the nighttime. I'm going to take a couple recovery rolls before we do this. Mm-hmm. All right. And I have no ciphers, by the way. So you guys got what we got. What happened to all your ciphers? I used them. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Because I needed to use Imminent them. Imminent death. <laughs> Okay. So you guys are approaching Senator Stipp's estate. There are about twice the guards that you guys saw on the perimeter during the day. Backpack? Baby, do you want to race across the lawn? There's got to be a better way. By the way, and Ilsen have also gone back to her place and switched into her catsuit, basically. Yeah. Are there any, like, high places nearby? Any tall trees or... No. No. All pretty flat? Yeah, it's all pretty flat. I mean, it's an estate designed to kind of show off wealth. 
mm-hmm. there, but it's also not like stupidly. Like it, it may not have like a perimeter fence or anything like that, but the house is clearly designed so that its distance from other buildings is evidence of the wealth behind it. Gotcha. Okay. Observing the uh, double guards, is there? Can we? Is there any? Can we glean anything from like their movements and patterns around the grounds? Like specifically, is there any like? Does it seem like they're avoiding specific areas as if there's a certain trap there or something? That's an interesting question. Give me some sort of intellect roll of... There'll be two levels of this. There's one that you have to pass a nine, and then there's, if you can beat a 15 before your skills, more information. Okay. I'm going to keep my flex skill for this day as perception. Can I use that? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just going to use the uh, training and perception... Uh, nine with the, uh, perception bonus. So six on the die plus the three from the, uh, training. Okay. Okay. So there don't appear to be places that they're avoiding, like, traps. There's definitely a pattern there. And because you've studied that pattern, you would get an asset on trying to sneak up. But if there's anything deeper that you could have gleaned there, you haven't spotted it. Gotcha. After you, Magpie. Hmm. Did Ilsen explain any of that to Magpie? Yeah, Ilsen would have pointed out the patterns that she sees. Okay. And she's going to try and stealth across the lawn. Okay, so this would normally be a 15. You have an asset because of what Ilsen gleaned, so that's a 12. And I think you are trained, so that makes it a 9. Not 20. I am that toddler. (laughs) Yeah. You get all the way to the building, nobody's seen you perfectly stealthy, what would you propose as a major effect? Um, any security flaws that were would have been on the way or en route, I want to know about them. One of the windows on the third floor is ajar. Nice. Not just unlocked, but ajar. When is a door not a door? When it's ajar. <laughs> oh Ooh, trash garbage. Pun jail for you, sir. Such a dad. <laughs> such a dad. So, Ilson, are you sneaking across as well? Uh, yeah. I think I am. Okay, so you've got that asset, which becomes a 12 before your skills. Mm-hmm. A 9 with my training in stealth. Now, I'm also trained in careful movement. Can I apply that here? Yes. All right. That's a 6 for me that I will like to roll. I'm going to scream. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to spend an XP to re-roll the 4. Uh, okay. I rolled a 1. So, here we go. Okay. Like... Part of me is just like, we should re-roll this, but like, I don't know. What is your opinion? Would you like a free XP? I think this is a good roll to re-roll okay. one Okay, you get one more. One more. Yes. Sigh. <sighs> Come on, Night's Hope. Don't let me down. All right, that's cock. 13. Oh, better. Okay. You also sneak over to the building. I'm sorry. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I had to, Daniel. I had to. Just for this to make sense, I think Magpie watches from wherever her hiding place is as, like, Ilsen sneakily, sneakily passes by guards and then just, like, falls flat on her face. <laughs> Magpie is soundlessly laughing. Just like when she was knocking shit over in the workshop. <laughs> yeah. Ilsen <laughs> picks herself back up, kind of wipes her sh- shit off her face, and then gets to Magpie. What about Ezri? We're finding an entrance for her, aren't we? Yeah, Ezri's just chilling, waiting for the entrance signal and keeping a lookout. Okay, Magpie and Ilsen, you are next to each other, stealthed up against the side of this building. Ah, Magpie would like to stealthily whisper into Baby's ear. The window on the third floor is open. Sounds good. And Ilsen will sidle up beneath the window. Is is it just out in the open? Is it just plain to see for every guard on this? Yeah, Jill will come back over and be like, I don't think that's a good idea, actually. You know, we have to get Esri first. I Can't you walk through walls? Yeah, but Esri first. If shit goes down, we need some muscle. I agree. That's why you should sneak in and open up a door. Mm. I think Magpie's going to give that third floor window a look. What kind of role would that be, Daniel? What are you trying to figure out? She could get in through that window. So it would only be a nine climbing roll to get up to it. But... But... There's a very big risk that somebody notices you climbing the side of the building. So climbing up isn't so much of a problem. It's the associated stealth roll that would be tricky, which would be a 12 to start. Only 12? 
it's well because it's it's night right like so you're you're exposed you're climbing and actually you know now that you mention it you're hindered because you're climbing so it's a 15 thank you thank you we're gonna do it anyway okay so first give me the climbing goal that's a nine climbing got a 13 okay you're gonna be able to climb up just fine so now you do your 15 stealth roll which is now a 12 and i'm gonna put in a level of effort i think it's speed okay so that comes out of speed yeah I got a 19. An 18, you said? 19. 19. Okay. So you slip up to the window and are unable to slip into the window. What would you propose as the minor effect? She can note what's in the windows she's passing. There's going to be more than one window. One of the other windows that you would pass along the way, this one would be like a like a second floor window. You can see in there looks like sort of a like a sitting room, a family room almost. There's like a plush couch. There's a fireplace, which is not currently lit, and some bookshelves and whatnot. I just enter in the building through that window. Okay, so you enter the window through that third floor window, and you are in an office. She's going to resist the urge to rummage already. Mm-hmm. And she's going to try and sneak downstairs to open a door to signal Esri, come on in. Okay, so the door to the office is unlocked if you open it. Okay. And you're trying to sneak downstairs? Yes. You're going to need to give me three stealth rolls. Okay. The first one is going to be a 12. Okay. That's a nine? Mm-hmm. 18. You get down the second floor. This next one will be a 15, which makes it a 12 for you. So I got a 13. You're down on the first floor. What's this last roll? Last roll is an 18, because now you're down where the perimeter guards are. That's a 15. I'm going to use a level of effort. Mm -hmm. So that's a 12. Mm -hmm. 19. Cool. So you reach a door that you can open. What would you propose as a minor effect? I'd like to give Esri a asset and sneak it in. Nice. That's a good idea, because Esri still has to sneak across the grounds to reach the building. I realized that a little Okay. Esri. Doesn't have to climb up to that third floor window, though. All right, Esri will keep an eye out for the guards and try to time her sprint. She's like holding her shotgun against her thigh so it doesn't rattle all that shit. So you have an asset because Ilsen identified the pattern of the guards. You have an asset from Magpie, so that makes it a nine right now. Oh, one level of speed effort. Okay, six. Thirteen. Okay. You manage to sneak across the grounds and to the door. All right, she slips inside. Is Ilsen going in through the door, too? Yes. Okay, so you guys go in through the door. You're inside. So I totally found an office on the third floor. That's a good place to start. Or should we case the place as we go up? Did you see any guards when you were coming down? No, but that just might be. I'm just amazing. <laughs> I'll stay at the top of the stairs and keep watch. Check that office first, and if you can't find it, we can split up like we discussed. Let's do that, yeah. Okay, so to get up to the third floor, in this case, I'm going to need two stealth rolls, one of 15 and one of 12. I'm going to spend a level of efforts on, what, is the 15 the first one? 15 is the first one. Uh, it's a nine roll for me, 18. Got an 18 and a nine. Okay. So 18 for the 15 and nine for the 12, but I have that training, so it's a 12 and a nine. Yes. Okay. So, and then, Ilson, did you roll your second one? Uh, not yet. Okay, so you're definitely up the first floor. Magpie's gotten up to the third floor. I'll use another level of effort. Mm-hmm. So it's a six for the second roll. Seven. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, you guys are both on the third floor. Uh, I think we go into the office. You go into the office. We loot the office. There's a desk there, bookcases. The huge. Mm-hmm. And Ezra's at the bottom of the staircase, correct? Yeah. Where the office is, is there a hallway that like leads off into other directions, or does the stairway go straight to the uh, office? Yeah, so there is a quarter here. There are other rooms on this floor. You don't know what they are necessarily. Mm-hmm. The staircase also goes up to additional floors. So the other rooms on this floor, you have no idea if they're like what kind of room purposes they might be. They could be bedrooms. They could be other things. All right. When we get into the office, is there a way to lock the door from the inside? If you have the key, you could lock it. But right now, it's unlocked and it doesn't have a locking mechanism without the key. Okay. Close the door at least and then start looking around. Okay. Do you guys want to give me um, some sort of perception roll as you're searching? It's going to be a 12. It's 9 for me. 11. To do a 12. Uh, at 8, she gets distracted by something real shiny. 
So yeah, Magpie, you're looking around, you're, you get a little distracted because some of these books look familiar on the bookshelf, but you're not sure why. You don't think you've read them, but they spark something in your memory when you've seen them before. Ilson, as you're searching the desk, you find a hidden drawer. There's like a normal drawer, and then there's another hidden drawer in the side that you find the latch for. Uh, Magpie, come here. Come here. Yes? So I'm not very good at this. Is this trapped? And then together, can we check for traps? <laughs> okay. Clever girl. <laughs> yeah. So difficulty on this would be a 15. You guys are helping each other. So it would be a 12. Sense danger? I'd allow sense danger. Fuck yeah. Nine. <laughs> would you allow for perception and careful movement? Not careful movement. Okay. So is one of you helping or is, which one of you is leading? Mine's a nine. What's yours? I haven't rolled yet. Well, no, 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 no. My level of difficulty is a nine. What is yours? Yeah, her target after her skills and her sense danger. Uh, perception's the only thing I could apply, so... Unless I could also argue for lies and trickery and perceiving that, but probably not. Okay. Would you like me to roll? I would like to trust your luck on this okay. instead of mine. I got an 11. As a sad. There is some sort of trap in here. There is a trap. Designed for if this book is re is removed without a particular, you suspect there's like some sort of mechanical, not like what you would think of as a traditional key, but there's some sort of mechanical key that needs to be inserted here in order to safely remove it. Mm -hmm. Do you think you could pick that or do we need to find the key? I mean, I think it would be advantageous to spend like at least five minutes looking for a key. I would be shocked if the key was in this room. Very likely the key is on Senator Stipp's person. What would Magpie think the difficulty is of just going keyless? 24. Ooh. Um, I don't think we're quite ready to do this keyless. Okay. So, if we have to kill her, we have to kill her. I, um, we don't, we probably don't need to kill her. Can you tell what the trap does? Because Ezri is downstairs and she has a very large key on her person, so to speak. It's going to be bad if we open it without the key. Okay. Would be bad. Okay. All right. How do we find a bedroom in a manner? Oh, and by the way, just to be clear, it's not that you can't physically remove it. It's that if you don't have the key, it will spring the trap if you remove it. Right. Um, Were any of the rooms that Mag bypassed bedrooms? I forget. You guys don't know if they're bedrooms or not. You would really have to check the rooms themselves to see if they're bedrooms. It's such a big house, right? Like, so, like... Across five stories, like trying to figure out which ones are bedrooms. Oh, no, I mean, that, like be... on the scaling of the window wall. You only were able to see in one window as you went up there, and that was sort of like that sitting room. Fair. Elson will go to the door to this room, listen to see if there's any passersby before she opens. You don't hear anybody. All right, she'll peek out the door. Always empty. Ezra, you hear a voice just outside the door. Sounds like a woman saying to somebody else, I'll do my interior walk now. And you hear the door that you guys came in starting to open. Oh, Ezri slides behind that door. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Give me a stealth roll of 12. Before she walks in? To take two quiet steps behind the door? 12? Well, you were at the staircase, not by the door. So you How far have away to is it? Short distance. I thought they were, like, just super adjacent. It's an eight. Oh. Someone's about to get murdered. Okay. So you're heading for the door to hide behind it. And the door opens. And the guard sees you. And she yells. No, no. Ezra gets to know what to do. Okay, okay. Ezra's gonna smash her in the fucking head. <laughs> okay. Who needs stealth? You get to act immediately because of that. Give me a 15 attack roll. Okay, she'll use pledge. She'll use a level of might effort. She'll also use aggression, which gives her another asset. Mm -hmm. Makes it a six now. Mm -hmm. What do we got? 18. Okay, so that's plus two damage. And your sledge is a uh, medium or heavy? Heavy. Seven damage because of combat prowess. Right, right, right. Plus two. Okay. You slam her in the face. Yay. And she goes falling backwards out the door. And you hear another guard say, What the hell? Intruder! All right. And then you hear more cries of people moving. You can hear the sound of guards' feet rushing towards the entrance where you knocked this woman back out the door as she is holding a hand up to her face. And Ilsen and Magpie, where you are up starting to scout, you can hear from down below 
guards yelling, Intruder! Intruder! And that's where we'll end this episode. Nice. Oh, man. Alex, something about this episode. I like us working as a team, but not being a team. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. That we're all working in tandem, mm-hmm. but not. It's a very different vibe. It's going to know each other, you know? Yeah. I imagine this is our first, like, job together. So we've never mm. done this before. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Totally see that. I do also love that Ilsen, like, as part of the XP spend on the stealth across the lawn, like, actually fell down. Like, it's so, like, <laughs> perfect with everything else we're establishing about <laughs> Ilsen. Oh, my God. I wanted her to be cool. I just didn't count my shit rolls. Tier one, man. I want Ezri to be cool, but... Tier one's rough. One hopes that she survives long enough to be actually cool. Right? Mm-hmm. That's everyone's hope. Yeah. I say, as I plan to have her just stand in the doorway. <laughs> Not just about <laughs> Ezri, but about everyone's characters. Like, hope we survive. I know. It's hard. It's hard to go from tier six mm-hmm. to tier one. It's hard. It is, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure you appreciate how hard it is on us. <laughs> really, it's been great for me. I, oh yeah, we can only really, really put like three assets on a single roll. It's not just freedom everywhere. I miss my five edge and intellect <laughs> so much. I was like, "What's speed defense for?" <laughs> Got armor, and I miss it so much. <laughs> so we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I found a fun new game on the Switch called Wildflowers. So it is a farming RPG. Mm-hmm. But the difference between it and every other farming RPG and their mom is that you're playing a set character. You are also a witch. Uh-oh. So you're a big city girl doing her thing, and then you get broken up with, and then your family's like, hey, your Gma needs your help back at the farm because she's not feeling so great. So you packed up your city girl life, and you moved to this farm island area to help your grandma and her coven of witches to restore your farm, which I guess it just all burned down. I'm like walking around like, what the fuck is this? And she's giving away half of your tools, and you're just like, what the fuck, grandma? What the fuck? <laughs> And, like, there's this weird conspiracy in the background. It's a lot of fun. It's fully voice acted. Mm. So that's nice. So if you're like me and you struggle with farming sims because they have no set thing that you're supposed to be doing besides seducing someone and getting money, the two important things of life, mm-hmm. this one has actual, like, okay, here are your quests you're completing. Here are what you need to complete the quests. And whatever else you want to do in the meantime, go for it. It's fun. It's cute. I haven't beat it yet, so I don't know how long it takes. But yeah, I would recommend Wildflowers to people who are like, I would like to try a farming RPG, but I need some guidance. Not just, you Mm. know, don't date Shane and Stardew. I think that's his name. There's a lot of questionable things in Stardew I'm finding out. (laughs) One of them isn't human. Well, if you want to tell us what they think of Wildflowers or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? They should try ExplorersWanted.fm. It's a website, our website. On there, they'll find all the relevant socials. On Instagram Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at Dice.Camp. But the best is social for us at the moment is our Discord. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord will take you there, and you can talk about the various topics we talk about there. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, patreon.com slash explorerswanted is the best place to support us. And use our Dice affiliate code with DieHardDice. ExplorersWanted at checkout. Get 10% off your order. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. As always, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory. That really helps people find the show. And if you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, Well, sometimes you can see them just for a moment when the light flickers. It's like a blur how their fluid forms slink between the shadows. They're so fast. Sometimes you can hear them, but only against the backdrop of white noise. Their muted howls calling your name, calling you closer, begging you to close your eyes just for a second so they can finally touch you. And when they do, they'll never let you go away. 
If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as Daniel at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K.org. You can find me on our Discord. I'm Cease Windu. Sounds like the possums are at it again. I'm at Slime Potato on Twitter and at Slime Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon. You see, I was just imagining that one scene in Ghost. I'm T with Unicorn on Twitch and on Threads. God, I will never get used to saying that. And Real T Unicorn on Twitter. Just watching that tree law. Tree law! All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye. bye.